This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. If you haven't healed it, every time you think about a negative event from your past, your body produces the exact same chemicals in the body as when it happened. That means you relive the experience hundreds of times simply because you haven't let it go. Miriam Hasna. Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios and I specifically created and designed this podcast to empower, inspire, and help you cultivate a powerful mindset to build your best life and live out your dreams. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. So get your coffee, smoothie, or wine ready and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. I wasn't able to upload on Monday because I took a quick surprise trip to New York City. It was always something that I wanted to do for Christmas, always wanted to go into New York City during the holidays, and I was able to manifest it. So that is why I wasn't able to upload on Monday, but here I am, and I am here with an important important episode. We're going to be talking about healing and healing from past negative events or trauma and being able to start our new year on a clean, fresh slate so that our energy will be nice and high and we can start to manifest and create the life of our dreams. Now, healing is something that will probably take time and will take effort on your part and will take a lot of energy, both positive and negative energy to get through because a lot of us don't really know the difference between healing and a cure. Healing is something that takes time. A cure is something that is usually quick and you take a few pills or you take a few sessions of therapy and you can consider that a cure if it helps you. But honestly, we are in a society where quick fixes are the norm. We all want a quick fix. We all want a secret meditation or a secret potion or a secret quote or book or something that will transform our lives and bring about the change and the healing that we have been yearning. When we're feeling bad, we want something to quickly stop us from feeling so bad and just treat the symptoms instead of actually getting to the root of the issue and healing the issue, healing the cause instead of just treating the symptoms. That's why those who are healing or need healing from emotional trauma or just from negative events from their past tend to turn to destructive things like drugs, alcohol, and risky behaviors to help numb the pain. But again, it's just numbing pain. It's just getting rid of the pain for a little bit. It's not even getting rid of it. It's just masking it. It's like putting a concealer over a pimple. It's not going to heal the pimple. It's just going to cover it. And over time, you're going to see the pimple and you're going to see the pimple in certain lights. And then you're going to have to keep reapplying and keep reapplying. And then it's never going to go away or it might even get worse. So you have to look at healing spiritually and mentally and from trauma or negativity in the same way? Are you just going to apply concealer to an open oozing pimple or are you actually 
actually going to get the right medication? Are you going to start drinking more water, eating better, and start preventing breakouts instead of just treating the breakout once it arises? So the best place to start with healing is with your feelings and emotions because usually when we have emotional trauma or we are just in a bad state that we need to heal from or maybe heartbreak or you lost something or someone or you just had a really tough year, you have to go to the root of the issue. So the best way to get there is through your feelings. Why are you feeling a certain way? Why do these emotions keep coming up? Why do you react a certain way to certain situations or when certain people tell you things? Why do your emotions emotions happen. And living in a society where if you show any sort of weakness, you're automatically labeled something or people tell you something's wrong with you or you aren't happy with your life or you're just broken in some way. And it's completely normal and it's okay to feel feelings, guys. I want to make that so very clear to you listening right now. It is so normal, so human, and so necessary to have feelings and emotions and especially those strong, awful emotions that keep us up at night or keep us from living a peaceful, happy, carefree life. However, the problem arises when we allow those emotions and those feelings and those traumatic events and those bad times to overtake our lives and stop us from living in the present and stop us from building a better future. That is when they become an issue. So this episode, I want to dedicate solely to that, to those of you who have been going through it for a while and you can't seem to find relief from these bad, painful memories, from these bad, painful episodes, from these emotions, from these feelings, because you know these are only sabotaging you. You haven't gotten over them and you haven't even started the process in healing. So they're going to keep coming up and they're going to keep manifesting as if they keep happening over and over and over again. It's not until you take the initiative and make the decision to start working towards healing healing and working towards bettering yourself and making your situation better and making yourself grow and learn and get better from these bad experiences rather than letting them break you down and destroy you. As someone who has dealt with really tough emotional stuff and experiences in the past that do tend to come up every now and then and I have learned to deal with them when they do come up and learn to not allow them to define me in my present moment. I don't believe my past defines me and I don't believe it defines anyone and to have gotten to this point in my spiritual journey and just in my own growth as a person, I had to deal with the tough stuff. I had to go through the tough stuff. I had to actually allow myself to hit rock bottom, which I don't want anyone to hit rock bottom. I don't want you to have to get to that point in order for you to bounce back up because it's not a good point to be at. It's not a good place to be for a person and it can mess with you. But even if you have hit rock bottom, just know that the only place you can go from rock bottom is up. The only place you can go from being so low is up because you can't get any lower. Even if you think you can, you can't. And that is something you must decide. You have the power You decide whether your past will dictate your future and whether it will be in your present. This is your power. If you don't believe you have any other power, just know that this is your power. Whether or not you allow the past to keep coming back and keep destroying you or keep getting in your way or keep making you trip. If you keep tripping over the same thing, that is your fault. 
One of my biggest pet peeves in life is people who live in the past. People who continuously bring up the past, keep bringing up past mistakes that they made or past mistakes that a friend made or their parents made or their partner made and keep bringing up and beating a dead horse to death again. And again, and again, that is my biggest pet peeve. I can't stand people who live in the past because those people are never able to advance. They are living in something that doesn't exist. So when you are allowing this trauma to keep affecting you right now in this present, whether it happened a week ago or two months ago or five years ago or 20 years ago, you are living in a time that does not exist. So once you realize that this trauma or this bad experience or this pain, these strong emotions that you felt at one time and continuously come up and keep festering and you keep feeling them, once you realize that they don't exist right now in this moment, it is only you living in the past, it's only you living in a time that does not exist, that is when you can start healing. Understand that this does not define you as a person. The real you, the authentic, true, joyful, peaceful you is inside you somewhere being blocked by all this stuff that you are consciously putting or subconsciously putting into your life. The real you, the powerful, happy, vibrant, carefree, ready to take on life and just healthy version of you is in you there. It's inside of you. You are the one in your own way. And I don't mean to say this to make you feel bad about yourself or to beat you up. That is the last thing I want you to do is beat yourself up about this. I just want you to be aware of this power you have over yourself and you are handing it to a time and a place that no longer exists. So I want to give you guys some tips that I felt helped me a lot and just some mindsets and realizations that truly helped me heal and become stronger and more aware of myself and my emotions and where they stem from so that when bad things happen, because bad things are always going to happen in life, it's life. Life is never going to be perfect. If we didn't have bad times and these tough things that hurt us, we couldn't truly appreciate and live in the moment. We couldn't appreciate the good times if all of our times were always good. We can't have light without darkness. We can't have good without bad. We can't have positive without negative. That is just the law of the universe, yin and yang. So once you accept this and realize that it's more important instead of trying to prevent bad things from happening, instead focus on creating tools to help you cope with the bad things and creating routines or rituals that will help you cope with difficult times instead of succumbing to them and falling victim to circumstances. So my first tip is so very important and that is to focus on your feelings, which is probably the most important aspect of healing is focusing on the feelings, focusing on why they arise and understand that your feelings mean something. A lot of times we say, oh, I'm just sad because, you know, the weather's kind of bad or this and that, or I've just been feeling down because things aren't going so well. We tend to kind of sugarcoat our feelings a lot of times. And if you're not this type of person, well, then just ignore this. But if you are a sugarcoater kind of person, a person who really doesn't pay attention to their feelings and is usually on autopilot or usually likes to mask their feelings with alcohol or drugs or destructive behaviors or just by ignoring 
your feelings, then understand that you are doing yourself a huge disservice by doing this because your feelings matter and your feelings are important and they mean something. You need to start instead of masking them or ignoring them, start feeling and sitting through them, feel through them, actually sit down and feel those feelings. When you start feeling that sadness come up, allow yourself to cry. When you start feeling any of those difficult emotions or you start remembering those things, allow yourself to feel because maybe in that moment when it happened, the reason why it keeps coming up, the reason why you can't get over something is because you didn't address it the moment it happened. You covered it up, you ignored it, you tried to put your mind on other things, and then you never really addressed the issue. Some wonderful ways to express your emotions and to feel through your emotions are just talking. Talk to someone about it. Cry it out with somebody. Pour your heart out to somebody you trust and you're comfortable with. Or if you don't have somebody like that in your life, go to a counselor or to a therapist or to a psychiatrist or somebody that could just help you with these feelings and get to the root of the issue because you don't have to go at healing alone. That's another thing is that you can absolutely rely on the right people and don't go to people for pity or for understanding because many times people won't understand what we're feeling or going through, but just talk to people for the sake of letting the emotions out. Because if you keep everything in, it's going to boil over and it's going to manifest into something really bad and negative down the line. So make sure that if you're going to be letting out your emotions in speaking, that you don't hold anything back and you let everything out, you pour your heart out, and you allow yourself to cry, to feel feelings, to be upset. Just feel those feelings. You can even write, find a creative way to express these feelings or pains. If you're a writer, if you're a singer, if you're an artist of some kind, allow those emotions to go through into your work. Let them manifest themselves in other creative ways. And not only will you be creating something beautiful out of these negative things and creating something positive out of the negativity, but you are also channeling those emotions in a healthy and constructive way. And understand that working through emotions are not going to be beautiful and positive and like a movie or like a fairy tale or anything like that. It's going to be rough. It's going to be kind of off-putting and it's going to feel ugly. You know those moments when you throw up and you're sick to your stomach and you can't stop throwing up, that's what it's going to feel like. Like things are just going to keep coming out, keep coming out. You're going to feel so uncomfortable and so bad, but you still need to work and feel through that feeling. You still need to sit with those emotions. You need them to come out. You need to purge yourself of these things. You can't keep them inside. And going back to the gross throwing up analogy, you know when you are sick to your stomach, you have food poisoning, and you finally get out of your stomach whatever it was that was making you sick, and then you feel an immense amount of relief? That is what you're going to feel after purging out these emotions and purging yourself of these things that you have been holding up inside. And the way that you purge them out depends on what you're most comfortable with. But I find that talking with somebody or writing it out and just sitting and crying is so very therapeutic. It might suck in the moment. It might feel awful in the moment, but the next morning you will feel so relieved, like a huge pressure was just lifted off of your shoulders because you finally spoke your truth. 
And relating to pain that was caused by somebody or somebody's actions or somebody did something to hurt us, I think something that really helps and something that has helped me in the past is writing a letter to that person. Even if they're never going to read it, even if you don't want them to read it, pour out all your emotions, all the things you wish you could say to them. Even if you can't say it to them, even if you don't want them to hear it, write everything out that they made you feel and all of those difficult things that they made you feel. You need to write it out as if they're going to read it. And don't hold back. Let it all out. You will feel so much better and like you got a huge weight lifted off your shoulders. And if you do this right, you will probably feel it either immediately or the next day. And a good rule of thumb that I live by every time I go through something difficult or I feel that I've been hurt in some way or I'm just going through a tough time, I always allow myself one pity party per day issue. Now, just to be clear, I'm not a person who likes pity. I don't like self-pity. I think it is probably one of the most destructive things that we can do to ourselves. And it is definitely self-sabotage when you allow yourself to pity yourself over and over and over again and keep saying, poor me, why me? Why is my life so bad? Why is this and that? Everyone goes through tough times, guys. Everyone has some kind of difficulty right now. Even if they look like they have the most perfect life, Everyone has something that they're going through or something that is messing with them or giving them anxiety or just some kind of difficulty. That is just part of being human. So if you keep falling into this line of self-pity and poor me, poor me, you're going to keep creating experiences and instances in your life that are going to make you pity yourself even more. And you are basically chiseling away your inner strength and your resolve and your courage by indulging in pity parties often. So that's why I think it's important to feel bad for yourself when you go through something, but to keep repeating the same pity party over and over again is extremely destructive and it will lead to narcissism. It will lead you to being so self-involved. Even if you think, no, how could I be narcissistic if I feel bad for myself? No, you are looking outside for people to feel sorry for you and to keep reinforcing that your life is bad. So I don't like pity parties, but I will allow myself one little pity party to actually feel bad and let all my emotions out, cry, allow myself to be in bed, allow myself to feel through those feelings and feel bad about my life. But then right when I'm done with that, I get back up and I start working and putting my energy towards constructing my life and building a good life and a good future instead of dwelling on the past. So for example, if you just went through a breakup and And you don't want to carry that energy with you into the new year. If you want 2019 to be a positive, fun-loving, and strong year for you, a prosperous year for you, and you just went through a breakup, make sure that you actually allow yourself to grieve and allow yourself to feel bad about yourself, but only do it for one day. Don't carry it on with you into the next day, into the next day. And don't feel that you have to go out and party and be with friends and drink and mask your emotions and act like you're so strong and this and that. You can be strong once you have allowed yourself to be weak. Once you have gotten that weakness out, then you can be free to be truly strong and to truly come into your power instead of just creating a fake shell and a fake facade for everyone else and then just staying weak within. So once we have had our little pity party and we have allowed these emotions to come out and to 
be free and free yourself, free your body and your mind of these emotions, we can begin to treat ourselves right, which is my second tip. Treat yourself right. How do you do this? You begin to invest in yourself. And I don't mean just going out and spending money on new shoes or new clothes or new makeup. I mean, really, truly invest in the part of you that is most important to you and that is most important to who you are as a person. So what part of you do you love the most? Is it your intelligence? Is it your compassion? Is it your ability to do certain things? Is it your talent? Find that thing that is most strong and beautiful and universally empowering within you, that thing that you love about yourself and you know is your strong point. Invest in that or invest in things that you are not so good at. Invest in things that you've always wanted to master. Maybe it's learning a new language. Maybe it's just growth, buying more self-help books, buying a confidence course, buying books on self-love or just taking time to invest in your health, in your fitness, in your body, sleep and eat right. Guys, it's so important for our emotions and just for our healing of our mind and our spirit to sleep right and make sure that we get the right amount of sleep for us, for us to function normally and happily. Because if you are lacking in sleep, if you are eating bad, if you are living a bad lifestyle, you're going to feel like you haven't really healed. And those problems are going to be so much bigger because A, you're not taking care of your inner home, your inner being, your inner soul. And B, if you still haven't healed completely, those little things will turn into bigger things. Once you have let your emotions out and you've purged yourself of those things that have been hurting you or those emotions and you finally let them out, you really need to start focusing on building up a foundation. And that is what investing in yourself will allow you to do. Because if you don't have a good sturdy foundation to build upon, then any bad thing that comes into your life is going to rattle you and blow you away. So you need to make sure that when you invest in yourself, you invest in those things that will allow you to create a strong foundation for you and invest in your strong points. That way you will reinforce them, you will strengthen them, and they can overcome any weakness that you may have and protect you from any negativity. My next tip is to become aware of your relationships and the effects that they are having on you and anything that you have dealt with or any emotional trauma or any past experiences. Your relationships are so important. Humans thrive on relationships. Humans are social creatures by nature. So your relationships will always have a huge impact on you. That is why it's so very important to be picky and to choose wisely the company you keep and to choose wisely whether a relationship should be sustained for a long time and whether you should harbor relationships with certain people. And understand that many times relationships, if they're bad, are simply there to serve us in a way that you might not think is so positive. But even relationships that are bad are good because they bring about things that we need to work on within ourselves. So always be aware of how your relationships are, how certain people make you feel. And if somebody is making you feel bad, 
first question why they're making you feel bad. Is it because of them or is it because of you? That way you can do more soul searching and figure out what is going on and what is your inner dialogue? What is going on in your psyche? Our relationships say a lot about us. So if you find yourself in a lot of unhealthy relationships with friends or a significant other or with your family members, question, is this something that is existing within me? Is this my projection onto other people? Is this why I have such difficulty with my relationships? Or is it possibly because I don't have good judgment and I need to start picking and choosing my company wisely? These are very important questions and these are very deep questions that we all have different answers for. So make sure that you become aware. How are my relationships? What is my relationship with my family, with my friends, with my significant other, with coworkers, with just people in general? And then you can start to see, wow, I need to heal in this area of my life. I need to work on this area of my life. It is so eye-opening when we actually start to hone in on how we interact with other people and how we affect other people and how other people affect us. And understand that in relationships, you need to balance giving and receiving. Both are extremely essential to just living a healthy, well-rounded life and connecting with other people and yourself. So make sure that you are both giving and receiving with whoever you are in a relationship with, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship or whether it's just family or relatives, you need to understand that you need both of these things in your life in order to be balanced because a lot of times we can't heal because we're out of balance. So if you start balancing the dynamic in your relationships, give, 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 but also make sure that the people in your life are also giving you things and also benefit from your relationships. Because if it's just a give, 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 or just a receiving kind of relationship, it's going to be out of balance and it's going to negatively affect you. And understand this, love will save the day. Treat yourself and others with love. Give love freely to others because when you give, you are also opening yourself up to receiving. If you never give, you'll never receive. And if you never receive, you can't fully give. So tell people, allow me to give to you. Allow me to give you something in return. Allow me to be good and to have good karma and allow me to be in alignment with my true self. So give people gifts, give people time, give people love, give people attention, give to people that you wish people would give to you and love you guys. You don't understand how truly healing love is. When you give love to your enemies, when you give love to those who have hurt you, when you tell your ex or anyone who has ever hurt you in some kind of way, if you tell them, I release you to be happy and I release you and all this pain that you have caused me, I release it and I want you to have my love and I hope that you are happy. That is so very powerful and transformative in so many ways, especially if you are healing from a broken heart. If you focus on giving that love away and focus on giving that love that you wish that they would have given to you, if you focus on giving them that love, it is so purifying of your soul. Also cut out those who bring you down. People who are negative to you have no reason to be in a relationship with you. People who are mean to you 
have no reason to be in your life. Many times people are mean to us or hurt us because they're hurting inside and you don't want that kind of energy around you. And make sure that in every single relationship you're in, you're honest and you speak your truth and you are authentically you. Just because you want to be friends with a person or you want to be in a relationship with someone, you shouldn't have to sacrifice your essence and yourself because that'll only create more problems with you down the line. In order to truly heal, you need to speak your truth and be true to who you are in every single facet of every single relationship you cultivate. And finally, my last tip, and this part is fun, that is to reconnect with your inner child. Even if your childhood wasn't great or perfect, or you weren't happy as a child, or there were a lot of difficult things you went through as a child, your inner child, your happy and carefree child exists within you right now. And this child comes out when you are living your life authentically, when you're having fun, when you're smiling and laughing and playing around or with people you love or people that make you laugh or sing or just be silly. Those are the moments that your inner child comes out, your true and happy and authentic inner child. So go back to those moments where you felt happy or joyful or carefree when nothing, nothing, nothing could bring you down. Those moments, those moments, however long they were, replay them in your mind, relive those moments and feel those feelings again of just being happy and do things that you would think, oh, only a child would do that, or that's irresponsible. And I'm not saying be irresponsible and do bad things. I mean, take risks. Do things without caring what other people are going to do or how they're going to judge you. Do the things that you've always wanted to do. Even think back to your dreams as a child. What did you dream you could be? What did you want to be so badly as a child, but you never allowed yourself to do, or you allowed other people to talk you out of it? Go back to those things. If you loved watching cartoons, watch cartoons every now and then. A lot of people have made fun of me, but I feel so happy and so at ease and so at peace when I watch Spongebob or Rugrats or any 90s cartoon, even Doug. Things that I used to watch when I was really little, even Blue's Clues. It's so dumb and so silly. You sit down and you watch this guy talking to you like you're a three-year-old that doesn't understand anything, but it is so therapeutic and it is so fun and it just gets me back to a time where I didn't have to worry about anything. All I worried about was what mystery we were going to solve today or what clue Blue was going to give to Steve. It was just such a simple time and going back into that frame of mind even for a few hours or for a few minutes and just really letting loose and being yourself before society made us a certain way or experiences or people hurt us is so very healing. And it is back to that place of love and just living in the moment. Children live so much in the moment and we can learn so much from children or just be around children more often. Be around those people who are not in a negative way like children, but more carefree and happy like children. People who are carefree. It is critical that you go back to who you once were before all of these things began to hurt you. Because no matter what has hurt you or what trauma you have gone through, it's important to realize that there was a life and you had a life before all of these things and that you will have a beautiful and more amazing life after you get through these things. Doesn't matter what you've been through. What matters is that you get up and you build a better life despite the 
difficulties you've been through. So I'm going to leave you for a little bit of homework this month so that you will be ready for the coming new fresh page that we are going to be writing our story upon. I want you guys to please start creating a routine for yourself using all these little tools and tips that I have outlined in this episode. I want you to create a routine for you for your healing. So it could be in the morning, it could be in the afternoon, it could be after work, it could be before school, but do a routine where you start writing out your feelings every day and really tracking your progress every single morning or every single night and take time every single day to A, work on your relationships and cultivate good relationships with the people around you or start new relationships and reconnect with your inner child. And in this routine, I also want you to include something to invest in yourself, whether that be meditating or buying a new meditation app, buying new journals or a new self-help book, or finally going to therapy and committing to going to therapy every week or every month or every time you need it. Just committing to a routine that is solely not for anything else, but your healing and your self-improvement. Healing will take time, guys. It will take a lot of time, a lot of work, but if you really want to heal and get over what is hurting you or what has been weighing heavy on you for I don't know how many years or how much time, if you are truly committed and you truly want to make 2019 the best year ever, the year that you don't allow your past to keep coming up and keep affecting you and keep holding you back from your truest and highest potential, then you need to commit to doing work every single day to get through this because there is a way out. There is a solution. You are the only thing standing in your way at this very moment because you hold the power within to get over whatever has hurt you and broken you. Don't allow yourself to trip over the same rock twice. Commit to getting better and you will see that your past will not affect you unless you allow it to. You don't have to be that same broken person that you were in the past if you don't want to. You can become a brand new and a brilliant and an intelligent, strong, capable person able to get through whatever you can because you are a human and there's nothing more powerful than the human spirit. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I apologize that it was a little bit late, but I hope that it was beneficial to you and I hope it inspires you to go for the life of your dreams and to become the person that you have always wanted to become because that person is just waiting to get out of the shell, just waiting for you to peel away the layers and allow yourself to bloom and come into your own. So if you guys would like more content, please visit my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Isabel Palacios. And also don't forget to follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. And also follow Taking Back Your Power on Instagram at Taking Back Your Power. All the information is always in the description of these podcasts. And thank you so very much to tuning in. I am sending you all my love and my healing energy and all my light so that if you are listening to this, you will finally get inspired to start working on those difficult things. But understand that the hardest part is just to get started. So once you get started, it will get easier. But understand that with anything worth having in life, it will take some effort and even some difficulty. So don't be discouraged if you feel that it is not working over time. Don't get discouraged if you feel you are facing setbacks. That is part of a healing journey. You will 
face difficult and ugly things. And to reach spiritual healing and cleansing and renewal, you will have to work through the difficulties to get there. Nothing worth having ever comes easily. Remember that. I love you guys so very much. And always remember that no matter what you may look like, no matter what you may be going through, or what hardships you have dealt with in the past, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within and no one can ever, ever, ever take that away from you. I love you so very much. And don't forget to tune in for next week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. Stay blessed. Love you. Bye-bye.